Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of the South Pole Podcast. I am Doyle Unruh and tonight we are visiting with my co-host Becky Sarzinski and Stony Ware from the Fourth Quarter Ranch where we are about to host the 14th Annual Field Day. We're going to discuss a few things and try to let you know why you need to come to this field day. It's going to be good. Stay tuned. Hi, guys. How's it going this evening? Great. Stony Ware's joining Doyle and I on the podcast tonight. And if folks, you have not listened to Stony's first podcast, that is episode 14, to go back and listen to Stony describe his ranch and his um, farming operation on that episode. But today's episode, we wanted to bring Stony on tonight so that we could discuss and go into detail about this year's field day. So Stony is graciously hosting the 14th annual South Pole Field Day and Cattle Auction, June 24th and 25th in Roseland, Louisiana at Fourth Quarter Ranch. So Stony, I'm pretty excited. It's only a few more weeks away. I know you've been working yep. super hard getting things ready. So let's kind of start going in. What's gonna make this year's field day special? We are super excited to host the field day. We've been doing a lot of work and planning for it. It's going to be great. I'll give you some details. But one of the things I neglected to mention, the two people that have not only been the biggest help and influence in the beginning of our operation, but continue to be every day. And that's J.A. and Nick Turgenti. They live pretty close. But anytime I've, need, I've had a question or need help, they're more than willing to help with an answer or to lend a hand. So a big thank you to both of them. I apologize for neglecting you previously. So as far as the field day, um, it's coming together. Everybody's excited around here. We have um, Friday for lunch. We have two food trucks. One's a uh, wood-fired pizza. The other one is a hamburgers and uh, chicken by a local caterer. And then Friday evening, we have a seafood dinner, buffet style. And it's cooked by, uh, it's Louisiana seafood cooked by uh, the best local seafood place in town. And if you don't like seafood or, or allergic to it, we have other options. Uh, they're going to be cooking other things as well besides seafood. And then we'll have some, I don't know if y'all have heard of Cane's Chicken Fingers, but they have great lemonade. We'll have their tea and lemonade. And then Friday night, we have a band. It's called the Thomas Kane Band. They play mostly country, but they also play some 70s and 80s, so we're excited to have them. Uh, Saturday morning is beignets and coffee, and if you don't know what a beignet is, you better get there early enough to get some, because they're good stuff. And um, so the coffee, and, and um, then let's see, when's the, the Saturday lunch is brisket sandwiches with socks. And uh, besides that, and I mean, Becky probably knows a lot more of the detail of all the breakout sessions, great speakers. Of course, Teddy Gentry's going to be here. We're excited to have him, you know, the man who started the breed, answer questions, tell us a little bit about it. And so I, I think it's going to be a great time. Who should even consider coming to this field day? Who is going to benefit from coming to the field day and why would they benefit from that? That's a great question, you know, because some people have said, well, you know, the price of gas or whatever, but you know what, if you're interested in this breed and you want to find out about it, there's no better place than to, to attend an annual field day. That's the one time a year that the best breeders are here. 
you, you can get all your questions answered. You know, the guy that started the breed, Teddy Gentry, as I said before, he's going to be here. Any questions you have, I'm sure he'd be happy to answer. But it's just the camaraderie and the people, super people. I've met so many nice people over the years we've been going to, and we haven't missed one yet. We welcome you, look forward to you being here. We're going to make your stay as much fun and, um, you know, get as most out of it as you can, education-wise, food-wise, all that good stuff. Honestly, Becky, I'm I'm afraid that we're gonna have people showing up just to eat. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> mouthwatering. The food will be good. Louisiana is known for its food. We might, you know, be known for some other things we won't talk about, but food we do well. So the food should be great, and um, you know, but the the people that you meet, you know, I always tell people that are not members of South Pole, it's like you know what, you need to join because there's just not a finer group of people. Because everybody that I've ever met is willing to share their knowledge. They're, they're not the type of people that, oh, I got to keep this to myself so nobody knows what I'm doing and I have the best animals. And it's not that type of an organization. It's an organization where everybody tries to help everybody else. And I love that. I love that part of it. And I, and I don't know a lot, but I have always tried to answer any questions that new newcomers have and, and um and that's the way everybody is that I've met. I totally agree with that, Stoney. Every, every year that I've gone to a field day, I always am meeting new farmers, making new friends that I keep in touch with over the course of the year. And then we usually see each other at this annual field day and get to reconnect. But I always go away with something, some new knowledge. Someone's trying something different and innovative on their own farm with these types of cows. And I always try to talk to folks about that. And I sometimes I feel like, you know, I what knowledge that I gain from these field days, not only from the breakout sessions and the speakers that come and talk, but just also networking with all the attendees is super fun. I agree with that as well. And I like his point that everybody's willing to share their thoughts and advice and their experiences because, you know, nothing to hide. They're willing to contribute it. It honestly, it's a great bunch of people. It feels like family, uh, maybe just to me, but I think there's a lot of us would feel the same way that feels like it's kind of our annual family reunion, our South Pole family. Yep. Everybody's like that. And it's, it's enjoyable. It's a good time. Everybody contributes. And like Becky said, you always walk away having learned something. Well, let's go through the agenda just a little bit for folks who don't know or haven't seen it already. It is on the Facebook uh, South Pole Forum Facebook page, and it's also on southpole.com. So if you want to see the detailed agenda, I will put a link in the show notes to that as well. But let's go through that a little bit here. It starts on Friday, June 24th. In the morning, essentially, is cattle viewing and registrations. There's going to be lunch. And then we're going to start with a producer panel Q&A session, which we have a few farmers that have been in the South Pole breed for quite some time are going to be up there answering questions from the crowd on pretty much everything and anything that they have questions on. And I know that this is usually one of the most popular sessions during the field day. And there's usually so many questions that we don't have time to answer them all because people are always so curious. Um, and then we're gonna go into breakouts. This year we have a cattle selection, pasture walk, fencing demo, multi-species grazing, which is a new one for us, a cooking demo, registration class, and uh, website accounts. 
Plus there's gonna be plenty of youth activities. So bring the family, if you got the kiddos, there's always games and stuff. And usually the kids always kind of crowd up together and have their own little thing going on on the side of the games. And so, um, and then we're having a, an awesome dinner, the seafood dinner you were talking about Stony and uh, entertainment that evening. So that that's a lot right there for even just the first day. Going back to the registration, obviously, <clears throat> if you notice on the, the flyer, wherever you see a printout, it says registration opens both days, roughly eight, nine o'clock. Um, when you show up, there'll be people there helping this park, you know, for somebody who's never been there, follow the stream of people, ask if you don't know where you're going, but there will be like a, usually a registration tent, pavilion, something set up. Uh, the first time you show up, you know, they want to uh, give you a name tag. And if you haven't paid yet, you can pay at the gate. It is typically more. And then, you know, you're free to enter. And then of course, the second day you'll have your name tag. So you'll just walk up, you'll, you'll know where you're going there. But you do not have to come Friday. You can come Saturday just for the sale or just, you know, for the, just for the Saturday to be there for the sale, I guess I should say. Um, so it's, it's, it's a little bit flexible, but you are missing out on quite a bit of the good stuff if you miss Friday. So just keep that in mind. That's what I was going to say. If you're going to come here, come Friday, because Friday is going to be good. Saturday is going to be great too, but uh, we got a lot of good stuff planned for Friday. And just to help folks understand the context and location a little bit, I mean, every year we have this annual field day. It is on someone's own farming operation. We don't go out to a, you know, a, a private um, business somewhere and have this in a hotel or anything. We have it on someone's farm, a member of the South Pole Association's farm. And um, it's usually right there at the farmstead. And Stony, obviously, I, I haven't been to your place yet, but I know it's all kind of in the same area, right? Kind of you park and then you go to your farm and yep. that's where everything is going to be held. Everything should be uh, really close together. Um, the way we're planning it now. And um, it'll be easy. There'll be plenty of signs. There'll be people pointing at you. Hey, you go over here. And uh, when you're parking, so you'll know where to park. When the um, people come with the cattle on Thursday, you know, there'll be people here to tell them which way to go, help them with the cows or bulls or whatever they have. And then show them where to park after because we'll have the trailers parked somewhere uh, uh, away from the car where the cars are going to park. So um, plenty of parking and um, if you want to wear shorts uh, you should be able to wear shorts because uh, we're going to try and uh, bush hog anywhere that that uh, people are going to be walking so it's not going to be uh, high or anything that um, it would bother you so um, you know bring shorts and we don't see um, we don't see critters out in our pasture I remember the first one that uh, that I went to uh, we encountered a snake uh, but um, we just don't see them here. So uh, feel free to wear shorts, tennis shoes, whatever, but um, just come comfortable. And for folks who might have um, a little hard time getting around, maybe after they park and are trying to get to the, the main tents, is there going to be maybe some um, shuttling going on with some gators or something to help help folks get to the main area? We will have one available or, or, or more. We're trying to get a couple of extra ones, but as with everything else, um, equipment today is just impossible. 
to try and get. I do have a friend that's lending me his brand new six seater. And um, so um, we'll have that, but I don't think we're gonna really need it the way that things are laid out. The parking's gonna be pretty close to where everything is, unless we have anybody that needs some assistance, you know, handicapped or otherwise uh, injured or whatever, you know, they fell on the way here or something. Becky, you bring up the uh, point that this is always held on a farm. And so again, if somebody is listening that is maybe a little bit new, has never been to a field day, these cattle are not going to be in uh, guardrail corrals, at least I don't think so. <clears throat> no. Probably what's typically is there'll be, you know, maybe 20, 30 lots of cattle and there might be 10 pens with, you know, three, four head in each one, depending on separated a little bit, heifers and pears and whatever, you know, bulls interspersed or whatever. But so when you go to look at the cattle, you're going to step across one wire and you're in with the cows and then you step across the next wire and you're in with the next set and so on, you know, as you walk through them and it's very easy to view them and it's kind of amazing and very much a testament to, or testimony to the breed that they're so docile because, you know, say there's a, we end a session and 30, 40 people go, or maybe a hundred people go out there and they start milling through them. You know, they're walking all over and the cattle aren't freaking out. You know, they're, they're all around them. The cattle sometimes separated from the herd mates and, oh, you may see a calf get a little excited every now and then they still are animals, but it's just amazing how you can just get in there with them. And I, I do continue to hear comments from new people that, wow, this is just amazing. So you can look forward to that. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, there's 41 lots this year, and um, I don't know how many different paddocks we're going to have yet, probably eight or so, but uh, maybe more. But uh, yeah, there's 41 lots, so we got a bunch of animals for people to see. Um, I think we have eight bulls and a couple of pears, and the rest either heifers or cows, I believe. Sounds like we better start rounding up some trailers. That's right. That's going to be a good one. There's a couple here that are going to have to stay. I'm sorry about that, but. Uh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I love the fact that, uh, Dole, that we can kind of just mingle with the cows during the cattle viewing and you're allowed to go, cattle, you know, view the cows whenever you want um, throughout the course of this field day. So what's happening? Let's go over Saturday's agenda because that's going to be where some um, kind of the, the meat of the field day is. So I know we start again at 8 a.m. on Saturday with uh, registration opening up 8.30 to 9. We're gonna have uh, welcome introductions. Um, from 9 to 10, Teddy Gentry's gonna get up there and discuss the history of South Pole cattle and, and probably a few more topics on the South Poles. If you never heard uh, Teddy speak about the South Poles, this is always a really popular uh, talk. And I recorded his talk last year. It's on the South Pole YouTube channel if you wanna get um, a little bit more in detail on that. Following Teddy, we're going to have Cooper Hurst. He's going to be one of the keynote speakers giving um, a presentation on his own farming operation. He's located in Mississippi. Him and his wife, Katie, have done some really amazing, amazing things on their operation over the last decade. He's going to go into detail about that. Uh, following Cooper, I'm going to be up there talking about the power of observation <laughs> and uh, how that relates to uh, further connecting with the land, but also finding financial benefit in uh, what observation can do for you on your own operation. After that, we're gonna have a good Q&A session with all the speakers, lunch, silent auction ends after lunch. 
We're gonna have a junior speaking contest, which is always so much fun. You can register your kids to get up there and give a little bit of a talk in front of everybody. We usually have um, topics that they can they can pick and uh, make a quick speech on, and there's money prizes involved with that. So it's always super enticing for them. And then after that is the uh, live bidding cattle auction at from three to four. And that's kind of always the ending for the, uh, the field day and a great way to end it and kind of see what these cattle go for, who gets what. And it's always just so much fun to watch. So that's another full Saturday right there as well. So Becky, uh, Cooper and Katie were actually on episode seven. Remember that? I think that was the last field day we pulled them aside and spoke with them for a minute. So if anybody's interested, wants to go back and listen to their story, that would be episode seven. Yeah, Cooper's only about 40 minutes uh, west of us. So he's, he's not that far at all. Get to see him quite often. So he's, he's very intelligent, full of knowledge, been doing this a long time and, and manages a large uh, number of cows. Yeah, and then I think the, um, was it the Louisiana Grazing Land Coalition did a video, I think like a 10 or 12 minute video on on them last year or the year before. And I'll link that in the show notes also if folks wanted to watch that video. It's a very well done video that goes over what Cooper and Katie have been doing on their operation, how they've been successful with uh, these cattle and uh, rotational grazing. So um, yeah, that'll be a fun a fun talk to, to listen to from Cooper and it'll be a fun day. So I'm excited again. Yep. So our breakout session there will be Doug Creech from Alabama and Dakota Blanks from Virginia and Justin Fusilier also from Louisiana. So I think that'll actually be, that's a really well-rounded panel. They're not going to be saying, well, this is how we do it, you know, or there they will be actually because there's so, you know, one's, yeah, a lot of different country. And Doug's hosting the one next year, field day next year. Cool. And Dakota's what year after that? Dakota's 2024. Yep. So, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. So, sit up, pay attention. You're going to be seeing more of these people. Justin's very interesting. He uh, raises cat, uh, uh, crawfish and he's a cattle farmer. And he's real big into pasture management. So, he's a, he's a wealth of knowledge. And there's yeah. a video on him as well talking about the coastal prairies and how they have worked with that and rejuvenated and, and just, I don't even know what all is just, I remember listening to it and it was amazing. And if you could find it, or maybe I'll look for a little bit and that would be pretty cool to listen to as well, because, or if, if you want to link it, if somebody wants to do a little background, you know, it might put something in their head and say, Hey, I'm going to ask Justin this. And, uh, I think it would be a great thing to have in your back pocket to bring with you. Are there any things that, uh, folks come to the field day should remember to bring? I know Dole earlier said we need some trailers. So if folks are planning on, uh, you know, bidding on some cattle, or even if you don't have a trailer, there's going to be haulers there. There's usually a few farmers right. that, that have hauling services there. Um, but definitely if you're interested in cattle, bring a trailer, if you've got one, if not, we can, we can help you find a hauler, make sure your finances are secured for that time. If you're bringing cool. cattle. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. Yeah, I said bring a checkbook. Bring a checkbook. That's right. Yeah. That's or right. cash. Cash is good. And uh, if you're bringing cattle, remember those health papers for sure. <laughs> Don't want to forget those at right. home. I know I'd mentioned earlier the silent auction. We, we always have a silent auction tent uh, display at the field day. Uh, folks usually donate some items. I know I'm going to be bringing some leather jewelry this year for my silent auction items. And one of our board members, Judy Freeman, is the one who usually handles that. It's a lot of work and she does a great job every year. I know in years past, people bring all kinds of really cool things. I know one year they had like a, a customized South Pole fire pit, like a metal fire, fire pit that was super cool. People bring paintings, they bring seed. What are some other items they usually bring to the silent auction? Books. Um, if you sell a product, a lot of people, you know, like say the guys that sell mineral, sometimes donate a bag or I think you right. kind of covered that with seed. Sometimes there'll be some fence posts or fences supplies. I know I've seen like a O'Brien's reel on there before. Big or small, doesn't really matter. We might be auctioning off some of the uh, South Pole calendar months. I believe we've done that in the past where if you want to have your month in the calendar with your picture as like the display for the calendar uh, for next year, we can we usually auction those off, which is always fun. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of cool things at that. If you guys are interested in doing, bringing something for the silent auction, just email Judy Freeman. It's judy.l.freeman at gmail.com. I'll put that in the show notes as well. Doyle, if people want to register for the event, how can they do that at this point? So the best way would probably be to just register online through southpole.com. There is snail mail and things like that, but it's called snail mail for a reason. And the sooner you register, the sooner we can get your, you know, your seafood portion staked down. So you got any thoughts on that, Stoney? Is that kind of important to pre-register? Extremely, because I'm constantly getting calls from the food vendors you know, how many people should we expect? And at what point can we tell them, you know, this is the number that we want to depend on. So if people wait and want to pay at the gate, I mean, that's fine. You can do that, but it's more helpful if you can register ahead of time so we can tell the food vendors and everything else that we need to do, you know, well, we're going to have this many people because the last thing we ever want to have happen is run out of any of this great food. So please, if you haven't registered, please register now as early as you can. We would really appreciate it. Yeah, sounds like if you get too late, it might be a bring your own hot dog deal. And if folks want to see, I know we have a sale catalog uh, that just recently got posted online on southpole.com as well. So if folks are interested in looking at these cattle and their pedigrees and and uh, before actually heading to the field day, or if you want to bid on these cattle and you're not going to be at the field day, you can still do over the phone bids as well. Um, so the sale catalog is online for folks to view that currently. Yeah, you're right, Becky. Uh, we don't stream it per se. You can't log on, watch it and click to bid. But if you make arrangements with somebody on, in, on site to you know, bid up to a certain amount, they can bid for you. So that actually happens every field day. It's, it's pretty common. 
All right, Sony, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast tonight. I'm super excited about coming to see your operation for the field day. Thank you for all your hard work that you've been doing since September. I'm sure I know it's a lot. <laughs> I know. So I appreciate that. Well, it's a labor of love. And thank you for doing this and, and putting this out there. And there have been a lot of people that have helped me. Um, too many to mention. I do appreciate all of the help. Even Doyle's helped me some, so, um, but I appreciate everybody's help and I'm really looking forward to it and seeing everybody and showing off what we call fourth quarter ranch. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for your time tonight and uh, appreciate it guys. Thank you so much. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all have a great night. So in conclusion, if you're still looking at the breed, come over to southpole.com, learn more about it, poke around, study our archives, and definitely make plans to attend this field day. There's no better way to learn than in person from the people who are already doing it. Hope to see you there.